Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight, uh, we are talking about War of the Planet of the Apes, one of my favorite movie franchises of all time. My name is Jordan, along here, like always, with Eric and Ed. How are you guys doing tonight? Everything going good, I hope? I hope so. <laughs> ape not kill ape. I, I hope it goes better, yeah. <laughs> After... Well, tonight, uh, <laughs> uh, tonight we're talking about War of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, that's a little different episode to know, uh, tonight, though. What, uh, what the episode is, is two of us have seen the movie. And the other one has it. So Eric has not seen the movie, but Ed and I has. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell Eric the basic plot of the movie. And then we're going to try to convince him on whether he thinks the movie is great, which is my opinion, or if the movie sucks, which is Ed's opinion. So we're not going to have a review tonight. It's going to be a, what does Eric think? Should I see this movie or should I not? And the basic plot of War of the Planet of the Apes. It's been two years since the last movie, and uh, Woody Harrelson and his men are trying to kill Caesar. They can't find him. They finally find his cave. They end up killing his family instead. So Caesar goes on this huge rampage to try to kill Woody Harrelson for doing for, for killing his family. In return, though, however, the simian flu, which was the flu that had destroyed pretty much all of humanity, is now mutated, and everybody who was be- and everybody who survived the virus is now becoming primitive. They can't use weapons, they can't speak, they can't ride horses. So Woody Harrelson and his men are killing every human that's turning primitive. So not only does that Woody Harrelson have to deal with Caesar and his apes, but now he also also has to deal with these other humans. So it's humans versus humans versus apes. Unfortunately, in the movie, Caesar gets fatally wounded and dies by a tree next to Maurice as credits roll. God damn, dude. You just gave away everything, huh? I did. Spoiler review. So, uh, Eric, you don't have to see the movie now. I'm going to say, yeah, like, <laughs> give me the movie in two minutes, Jordan. You know? <laughs> was, uh, uh, wrapped that one up pretty good. I think it was less than a minute, maybe, even. But, uh... Um, That's what his wife said. Oh! <laughs> I, nice. Uh, I... Don't mind that. Like, when it comes to post-apocalyptic movies, when they talk about, you know, whether it be some end-of-the-world scenario with a virus or whatever it may be, um, this actually explains this world very well. And I, I like that they had taken the first movie to build up and explain what it is, what was going on, what they were doing. And then you have seen it progressed in now all these movies, these you know the, uh, the three movies that they've made in this franchise so far, uh, and I I like that they it's a very re- uh, uh, real realistic uh, kind of scenario whether it be uh, anything else where I don't know the whole zombie thing this actually just seems like it's it's you know that's what you get for tampering with with creation you know that's what you get with with doing this shit. Is that sometimes it backfires on you, and I, I just like that this whole testing realm that, that just kind of got out of hand, and now you're stuck with these hyper-evolved monkeys who uh, are going to kill you. Damn you, James Franco, for trying to cure also uh, uh, Alzheimer's. God damn you. Yeah, James Franco seems to be you? just that dude. 
Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like he just smiles and, and throws the guns up and it just kind of walks away. And you're just like, well, what the fuck, James Franco? And smokes Pineapple Express. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad strain, by well, the way. But okay, so, so, so here's, a, here, here's my issues with this movie. Okay, so realistically... I mean, I think it was beautifully shot. I mean, I think it was, you know, well acted in. I think the, the you know, the mocap suits really got the the concept and the ideas. You know, like it wasn't just CGI apes. It was, you know, it, it, they were actual. There were actual actors, and you caught their facial expressions. And 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 Steve Zahn, his bad ape, was brilliant in this movie. I thought it was. I thought he was incredible. So it was the hardest <laughs> acting job he's done to date. In the web, which makes sense. Which, which makes sense because he had to. I mean, he was basically in a in a mocap suit, and he had to act as a monkey, and knowing he was going to have CGI all over everything. But so okay, so here's so here's my problem with this movie. Planet of the Apes, the original, is cinema. You know, it's it's the movie. It's one of the. It's the first in in my in my thought process, and I could be wrong. It's the first real twist ending in film. You've had great movies up till then. I mean, Casablanca was great. You know, and it, other than uh, you know, other than the whole Rosebud thing, like that was you know, which you know that is what it is. But it's the first real twist in a film. Okay, it, so it's a, a notable one because it's a classic sci-fi with that. With yeah, that, with that gong it, at the end, no, you're just you like, damn, oh, dirty apes, damn. you know, no, you know, and, that, and it's, it's, it is, it's, it's film 101 when you start to watch movies and you want to do like twist kinds of things. Like it's, it's basically that kind, that concept. So Caesar's son that we are introduced to in this movie is named Cornelius, and the girl that they find in the movie, who's now has the simian flu and can't speak, is a mute. And they, she finds a sign in Bad Abe's house in the ski resort. It's a sign for it's it, it's a it's a door badge for a for an old Chevy Nova. So you've got Cornelius and Nova in the movie. They who are also made yeah. reference to uh, the Alpha and Omega in Beneath Planet of the Apes. Yes. Yeah, that's what Woody Harrelson's group is named after, which is yeah. the Bomb. Yeah, they're Alpha and Omega in, in that. So. But that, that, I mean, that's more of an homage thing, which I'm okay with that. But you've got the two main characters, two of the three main characters from the original film are in this movie. Which, okay, it's a prequel. But doesn't the original movie take place essentially thousands of years after present day, like thousands of years in the future, because... The this, you know the Statue of Liberty is under sand up to its neck, yeah. and you've got you know and you've got so are we supposed to believe that a apes now can live thousands of years and primitive you know virus stricken humans can do the same yeah because Cornelius is the sympathetic human or excuse me th sympathetic to human ape in the first movie the original. And Nova's this, you know, is is the smoking hot chick, <laughs> right? So, are we supposed to believe that basically thousands of years in the future, both of these people are are meant to exist? Now, Jordan has some information that I didn't have going into the movie, and we'll go into that a little later. He always does. Yeah, he <laughs> he, he he always does. But like, I, my, that's my that's my problem number one. And number two, 
in the human versus human versus monkey scene. It's it's not as versus monkey or excuse me versus ape, as as Jordan said. It's the, there's there's an there's a there's a Schindler's List Auschwitz moment where you know everybody's getting out, everybody's escaping, and they see each other. Well, Caesar, in order to stop the humans, is finds a grenade and throws it at this leaking gas tank, this leasing this leaking tank of fuel, like it's a, it's a train car leaking gasoline, and he gets shot, and you know, and then he and the one of the turncoat monk, uh, uh, gorillas, one of the donkeys, who followed, who was a, he was a, you know, follower of his enemy in the last movie, throws, he helps him out, and he's the, he's the nemesis in this entire film. So, it blows up everything. It kills all the, the bad humans, all the members of the Alpha and Omega. Well, as everybody's starting to escape, and the good humans see the ape escaping. They see the apes escaping. Then there's an avalanche and it wipes out the entire human race. Jeez. This avalanche. So that's how humans die off minus the few here and there. <laughs> because of avalanche. Damn it. Because of a fucking avalanche. Now, scientifically it makes sense. They're in, they're in the mountains. There's a bunch of snow on the ground. And, you know, a big explosion would cause an avalanche. But it's so anticlimactic for this mo- for a movie that it just it kills off all the human race is this fucking avalanche because you've got two you've got two warring factions of humans. Can well wait uh, can I just say that with all this happening because this is all in America do they do they talk about the other continents at all? Yes, at, they do. Any part of this, just because, like, like, what if, like, it's it's in the future here, and we're all at war, but uh, we find out that actually that there's diplomacy over in Europe. They found a way to to uh, to coexist with each other in this in this awesome utopia. What if, yeah, uh, probably not because the humans are, are becoming stupid, but the other ones have wiped out. But okay, if they've explained it, go right ahead. Yeah, so 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 Ed, this is where I'm gonna fight with you. Let's talk about the avalanche. Uh, the avalanche does not kill the entire human race. You inter- you get introduced to this ape called Bad Ape, and Bad Ape lives in a ski resort in Canada, which is where the end of the movie takes place. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what happens is the avalanche happens, but Bad Ape says that he was an ape in a zoo, which means every ape in the zoo started to become smart, which there implies that every ape in the world becomes smart, which also implies that not every human is dead. Just these two human uh, armies are wiped out. That's it. We don't know about anything else. Uh, Now, Ed, your issue uh, with, uh, with Nova... And uh, with uh, with everybody else, um, they are pretending that the first movie never happened because it didn't happen in this series yet. Uh, Nova and everybody's going to be introduced in four and five. That's what's going on. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're you don't know that when you're going into this movie. Like, if you're just a random person going into the movie, you don't know that. So you know, realistic. You know, I mean, you're you're going into this series thinking it's a prequel series. And, you know, if you don't Google shit like we do, you won't, you don't fucking know. There's no way you could know. 
Well, they are going to make two more movies. They're going to make a fourth and a fifth one. The fourth one is going to be them traveling from Nevada to New York. That's the rumor. And then the fifth movie is going to be the space shuttle that crash lands that was launched in the first movie, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and they are going to remake the first one. Oh, that's so, as long as, you, so, as long as they don't marky mark this again. They're not going to marky mark it. Uh, but... So, they're not going to marky mark it. However, though, uh, they have to introduce these characters because they are rebooting the franchise. So, Ed, I get what you're saying to a certain point, but then I don't because... I think the general population of moviegoers know that this is just a prequel leading up to the to the inevitable remake that they're going to do. So I don't have a problem with them introducing characters. Yeah, but you don't know that there's prequels in this thing yet. You don't know that. That's what they say. You do. We, we do because we looked it up, but nobody else knows that shit. Well, our fans do too now, so lawyered. <laughs> okay, our fans, which there, there are plenty of, but still. This, so we have all seen a lot of movies. Uh, before Movie Guys Podcast, we have seen a lot of movies. I have seen tons. Um, this movie, and I'm on record saying this for the show, War of the Planet of the Apes is one of the greatest films of all time. Jesus. You're and fucking retarded, bro. The move me... <laughs> The movie, uh, the movie made me cry three times. and me tear up in theaters three times because it's so smart. It is. I have not seen a more beautiful shot, acted, edited film at all since we did Movie Guys Podcast. This is better than Star Wars or anything that we have reviewed. This is the best looking, acting, directed <coughs> movie it's high ever. Praise. In, high praise. High praise. Absolutely. Because the movie goes from a war... And then it turns to Auschwitz, which is so heartbreaking and just so great, and it, and it makes you just so depressed. But then all of a sudden the uprise happens, and then you know all the apes decide to say, we're going to take this shit no more. It was great. And I hear understand your gripes, but your gripes are not valid on this one, buddy. This movie is perfect. Dude, I mean, like, okay, so <sighs> – I mean, knowing what you know about the franchise, yeah. okay, I mean, yes, it adds to it, it makes more sense, and now that our fans listening, they, 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 they know now too, but going into it, I didn't know, and I would say the vast majority of, of moviegoers don't know this, so you're, so, like, it, 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 it was bullshit, like, it was fucking bullshit, I liked the movie, I thought it was beautiful, I thought it was well done, I just have a huge issue with the way they did that shit, like, they don't tell you. They don't. They don't tell you that there's gonna be like fucking five more movies, dude. But do they need to? I don't think they need to because if they don't make any more, and if they're just gonna end this trilogy the way it's ended now, that's fine because she may not be the Nova that we know. There could be a hundred. She's Nova a mute named Nova. Jesus so? Christ! Yeah. It, could, it could be. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. I mean, like, dude. I mean. You and I are on the same page, and I don't think we're convincing Eric in either way here. Your gripes is, is that, from what I'm hearing, is that it doesn't make any sense because of the movies that came before. But you're saying this movie is beautifully shot, directed, edited, everything is perfect. And then I'm saying the same thing, too. So evidently we're telling Eric that he needs to see this movie. However, though, 
he needs to be prepared for the history. That's what you're trying to get at here? Well, well I mean, r real – no. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is, is – I mean, the movie's well done. It's not a bad movie. I mean, I'm going to recommend the movie. But I'm just saying, like, it, it, it takes liberties that they're going to reboot the franchise. And they're going to – number one, they're going to reboot one of the greatest, most historic films in the history of the media – you know, it, 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 the Planet of the Apes is like the most. It had the quintessential, again, minus the one, minus Rosebud. You know, those the the scene where you see the Statue of Liberty is the first real twist in big sci-fi movies. Okay, good. I'm glad you say sci-fi because I was going to argue that Psycho has a bigger twist. Psycho has a pretty big twist. It, it does. I mean, but that's Alfred Hitchcock. You, everything Alfred Hitchcock did, you got to take for, with a grain of salt. Yeah, sure. But my, but my point is, is like you know, sci-fi from this, from the moment from '68 on, tried the, tw you know, everything. There's a twist somewhere, right? You know, Star Wars had the next big one, even though it was 30 years later, well, 12, 25 or so years later. But every sci-fi movie tried to have some twist. And it's because of Planet of the Apes. To tell me, like, you're telling, so it's okay to tell the prequel story. I have no problems with that. But to try, it's like, you know, it, to, this movie basically tried to do what Star Trek did and succeeded, but this movie failed. Because mm -hmm. Star Trek told you it was changing the storyline, or excuse me, timeline. Because there's a fucking black hole that changes the timeline. Yeah. This movie, you don't know that they're trying to do that. Bullshit. You do know. No, you don't. I, I, yes, you do. I don't. It's a prequel series that then changed its mind to become a a, a a reboot. No, bullshit. So this is what happens. I'm going to go super uber-duber fan right here. In the original franchise, in number three, which is Escape from the Planet of the Apes, you find out... What well, they happened? go back in time, and it's fucking hold present on. day, by the way, and well, they die on a fucking ship. Hey, hey, hold on. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. You find out in the, fr in, in, in the third movie of the original franchise from the 60s and 70s that there was some virus that was not man-made, but some virus killed all the dogs and all the cats, all the household animals. Right, so which is why this is a prequel series that changes mind. Hold on. Okay. So then what happens is, is that the humans decide to have apes as their household animals, and they teach them how to speak and teach them how to drive and do all this stuff. And then there was one ape that said the first word, which was no, which turned out to be Caesar. That's all we knew. That's it. That's all we know of the Caesar, the Caesar storyline. We know nothing else up to that point. So with your theory, Ed, this is why I call bullshit, because that original franchise is a very respectable franchise. When we get into Rise of the Planet of the Apes here, it is James Franco trying to stop Alzheimer's. Wait, say that again? Your mic is super sensitive. I said that what's the difference is is that in this movie, in this franchise, in this new trilogy, it is James Franco who developed 
a drug to beat Alzheimer's and therefore that wiped out the human race. It had nothing to do in the original with wipe out the human race. Apes eventually just took over. So, okay, knew that so going in. here's where I'm going to bullshit your bullshit. Fucking monkeys don't know of Alzheimer's. They just told the story that there was a that there was something that happened that killed all the fucking cat and all the pets. And they took monkeys as, or apes as pets. And then they, okay, so then the, an ape learned to talk and then spoke, and then there was a flu that killed everybody. So, like, they, they know that. Sh like, that's that's in the series. That's in the third movie, which was basically the last one anyone saw. So you take it, so you go there, and they pay homage. They tell that story. In the first movie, They their first two, they give you those two things. That's the backstory, right? Okay. No. So, and then they take this movie and don't tell you what they're doing, and then they make it a fucking reboot prequel. Like, they're telling you they're, they're they, they don't tell you they're going to reboot the series, but they, they just change the timeline. They change the timeline. I, I'll tell you this, though, right now, that um, knowing now that this is decidedly its, its own timeline franchise... Yes. I, I am more open and keen to seeing it. Right there. Because it is something new and fresh. If they told a new franchise with all the dogs and cats being killed by some virus, it's boring. We don't want that. What we want is Pineapple Express smoking James Franco, making an Alzheimer's drug, and ultimately creating Caesar. This is the most of Caesar that we've ever gotten in the original franchise. I, I like so this it. is perfect. It, it it gives motivation for the apes yes. to uh, it gives them a struggle it gives them something to overcome and uh, this this virus that goes around I like that it has multiple effects that where it uh, giveth to one it taketh away from the other type yep. thing it's a, a pretty cool feature I, I like that a lot it's it's just like a well explained thing like it just it just seems that because of we're so close. Uh, uh, genetically, that it just kind of makes sense. I'm I'm along for the ride. I believe in it, and I it, it's it's pretty cool. I I would be more open to these are long movies, aren't they? These are like two and a half hour movies. Yeah, this one this yeah. one was pretty long. So uh, that's the other part too. That's the only thing that I think is is really keeping me off uh, the track on this one is because it's. I remember one time it was like a couple Christmases ago. Where and Christmas is is a big uh, movie season, right? Mm -hmm. Huge. Uh, I remember that there was a time where there were like four movies that were all like the top movies to go see, and they were all like over two hour, twenty minute movies. It was like Lincoln. It, it's like we're taking to see long movies, and you're just like, well, geez, I want to go see one, but fucking hell, like that's a commitment, you know? I gotta sure. take a quarter of my day out of the way. This one is under 2.30, so it's not too bad. All right. Not too bad. Ed, I think you're losing this argument, buddy. It looks like I'm convinced. No, okay. All right. So here's okay. So here's my fucking Trump card, and not my Donald Trump card because I ain't lying about it. Um, but, but, but okay, anybody seen Apocalypse Now? Sure. Right? So basically Woody Harrelson – tries to be Marlon Brando in Apocalypse Now in this movie. And he why was, is that a bad thing? 
Because it's not fucking Marlon Brando, and it's not it's not Apocalypse Now. It's a goddamn Planet of the Apes movie with Woody Harrelson. It's okay to be crazy, but there's a scene where he's it's it's red on one side of his face, shadow on the other. He's bald. Like I'm looking, and I I'm looking for him to say the horror, the horror, <laughs> because it's literally it's almost shot for shot. A recreation of fucking pl- of uh, of Apocalypse Now. Oh, hold and, on. There was and, uh, in the trivia they um, looking at they they talk about how there's multiple references to Apocalypse Now. Uh, yes, there and, is. And, yeah, and then the the next major one is in the scene where the apes find the tunnel, and there's you go left and there's the children's cage, and you go right and there's the adults' cage, or the other way around. There, at that at that fork in the road, it says ape apocalypse now. Ape apocalypse now. Hey, so they're telling you that they referenced apocalypse now throughout the entire fucking movie. So, like, and that's a problem. Why? Because it's not apocalypse now. It's fucking Planet of the Apes. It doesn't. <laughs> like, that's fine. It's okay to it's okay to it's okay to to pay homage to certain things. I'm I have no problems with paying homage to great films, but it was this movie. Was literally a ape and human version of Apocalypse Now. So, and then, and again, I don't understand your your gripe. That's a bad thing. They because it's not okay. You want to fucking make Ben Hur remake Ben Hur with Apes too? Like I get that they remade Ben Hur, which you can't do, but they did it anyway. You want to make the you want to make the Godfather with fucking you know with, with goddamn. Uh, Apes too? Like it's you can't do that. It's it... yes, you can. And this oh is how my god! Can do. Wait, did you just say? Oh man, we might have an idea here, boys. If we could do redo Godfather, but with an all monkey cast. Nice. You gonna call it the Poo Father? Like, like, but Poo like father. intelligent apes. Like, give them no backstory. Just, just automatically start Roaring Twenties, and there are just. Planet of the Apes style apes, just all in suits, and they're they have that yeah. See, they, they I mean, and they're just oh, give perfect. Him a, give him a banana. He can't refuse. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it could be the prequel to the uh, to the uh, Marky Mark version. There you go. <laughs> Marky Mark, <laughs> give him a Calvin Klein's ad. He can't refuse. For, there you go. For, forget, forget the gun. Leave the underwear. That'd be fucking great. Take Look, the gun. Leave the underwear. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna continue on much longer here, guys, because I think I have won this thing hands down. Uh, the movie is great, and I know. Uh, and and Ed, you are both on. I saying this movie is not bad at all. And you know, you always said that you recommend it. Um, I, again, I get your gripes, but I don't think that they're really valid because if you're gonna remake Apocalypse now. And it's shit. Well, then fuck you for doing it. But if you're going to make some scenes that are like Apocalypse Now, and if you're going to tell it in a, a good and interesting way, then remake Apocalypse Now. I don't care. I mean, like as as long as it's done well, and they did a no! very very good you movie. Can't, you can't. You can't. You can't remake those. It's like covering Stairway to Heaven. You can't do it. You can't. You, well, you, I mean, some have, but you, it, it, it's like Stairway to Heaven is the greatest musical composition in the history of, of, of musical composition. Yeah, that's, that's stroking that thing off a bit too much. 
Well, my, my argument to that, my argument to that is this, okay? Bach, Beethoven, some of the great composers in history, you don't know how they originally met you to hear their compositions because they weren't alive when you could record them. Stairway to Heaven, although not my favorite song of all time, is the greatest musical composition of the era in which you can actually hear the way the original artist meant you to hear it, right? Okay. Sure. So, so Apocalypse Now is, although not the greatest film of all time, is one of those films that is quintessential to those you're trying to teach about movies. And this is what this is all about, movie guys, the things that we love about movies. You can't remake Apocalypse Now. You can't cover and record Stairway to Heaven for the same reasons. You know, it, you can't remake The Godfather. You can't you can't remake uh, you, you, the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. You, you, for those same reasons, it's it's this is not Apocalypse Now. It's the Planet of the Apes movie, and they tried to make an Apocalypse Now. That's my biggest gripe. That is my biggest gripe. And I, I have a huge problem with it. I'm not saying I don't recommend the movie, but like, it's a, that's my that's my biggest gripe is go go watch the four hour version of Apocalypse Now. Pretend that Martin Sheen is Caesar, and it's the same thing minus the boat scene. Fine. Well, well, okay. So Eric, here comes the big question of the show. Who has convinced you more? Did I convince you that you need to go see this movie? Or did Ed convince you that you should not go see this movie? What is your verdict? Well, here's the thing is that I feel that now uh, I'm going to be going into this movie and, and probably watching the other movies. Uh, uh, no, probably this one in general. Is uh, going in here with expectations of it being a pretty damn good movie. Like the reviews um, are very high for this one. It's a, it's a ripe movie. It's a fresh chef. Tomato. And it's just doing really well. Everyone's saying great things about it. Uh, sure. I like Steve Zahn. I, I like his work. Uh, you had me sold there. You had me sold on the monkey genocide. Uh, and the very bloody battle or uh, that you uh, at the start of the movie that you guys have talked about too. The uh, Saving Private Ryan-esque uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Ba uh, battle oh, scene, which I'm, I'm, I'm down to see. I always like a good, a good fight, a good war scene. And uh, damn it all, if it has some damn dirty apes, then I'll, uh, I'll give it a watch. But um, I feel like I'm going to be coming in here now with a sharp opinion because I might I might be trying to look or trying to find certain things, and uh, um, I don't think it, any of it would devalue it, though. So now I'm, I'm more so curious to see what you're talking about, Ed. But I feel like I'm going to be looking at a different lens now. But I'm... I don't know if it would devalue it. It would if it's like a like a kind of a blatant thing, as much as as it's just like their own thing as a nod, and it seems to be kind of hard to do nowadays, like in Ghostbusters. Okay. Uh, yeah. But well, uh, I, I I'm curious to see it. I've always I told you guys before. I found it by the way too uh, during the chats. Uh, the it's actually not even a trailer. It's uh, the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes official teaser trailer. It's only a, a minute and 30 seconds, or probably even less than that. And I, I tell you, like, when I saw this teaser trailer, I didn't need to see anything else. 
This is why, just like, hear me out, please. Uh, 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 20th Century Fox and who the fuck else is like, it doesn't need to be two and a half minutes, and it doesn't need to be in five different versions. Like, I'm I was sold with your first minute here on a teaser. You you had my ticket there, you know. Cool. So. I I mean I'm curious to go see it, but the only thing that's just maybe I would I would wait for it to all come on a DVD and so I can just binge kind of all through all three of them have like an eight day. Then well, then that's the best way to do it. And uh, look, uh, this this was one of our most heated shows I think we've ever done. I had a great time doing this one. Uh, and you know, again you you made some great points, buddy. But uh, I hope one of these days you get a chance to watch it again and uh, realize that this movie is absolutely perfect. I really do. Because it's damn near perfect. Well, I'll have to I'll have to come down with the simian flu to see things the way you do, but I'll try. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com, and also check us out at uh, brealnetwork.com, and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Podbean is our one of our main sites where we upload every episode. You can check us out there.